Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. No, 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 no. Zingus. Zingus, Zingus, Zingus. Pat Smith. Sean's taking hotter shits than giving out takes on the show. With Taylor Smith and Devin May. You ever had a banana Laffy Taffy? That's disgusting. It's I love, garbage. I love banana Laffy Taffy. Uh, no, they're okay. awful. Here we go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, the biggest and best podcast for all things Jaguars football, brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. Today is Wednesday, July 17th. We are Taylor Smith, Sean Daly, and Pat Smith. Devin Mabe is with us as well, our statistician, and we are in the eye of the storm, ladies and gentlemen. This is part two of our two-part special where we look across the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars and put together dream scenarios. The dream, of course, being that Sean picks the best possible team out of all of our past players, while Pat chooses the worst. We already had some big takes last week when we were covering offense. Sean came right out with a controversial pick for best head coach in Jack Del Rio. Huh? Jack Del Rio for president. Pat had some surprises in store for us as well when he chose Mike Thomas as one of the worst wide receivers ever. So be sure to check out last week's episode if you missed it. Get yourself caught up because this week we are looking at defense. This is Duval Hot Takes. Let's get started. Well, no, actually, let's look at special teams first because uh, I want to make sure you guys have enough time to, to talk about defense. So, Sean, do you mind picking your best players from special teams first? All right. Well, first off, I want to reveal something to Jaguars Nation they might not know because I didn't know, and it's a fun little trivia fact. Okay. Okay. Um, the first ever return man in the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the 1995 inaugural season, was in fact Desmond Howard. And if you are a football fan, like a football junkie, you know that Desmond Howard won the Heisman with Michigan in college, okay, and won the Super Bowl MVP with the Packers as the return man. Oh, man. All right? So he's a really good player for that one year with the Packers, and he played with the Jaguars three years before that. Desmond Howard. So two Super Bowl MVPs on the Jaguars, Nick Foles, Desmond Howard. So I just want to get that out of the way. Wow. That was pretty cool. I thought so. That is <clears throat> neat. Yeah, man, very neat. Yeah, thank you. Uh, best kicker, Jaguars, all time. Easiest thing ever, Josh Scobie. Yep. No conversation to be had. All right? Yes, I mean, sir. let me tell you right now, 235 field goals, 80.8 percentage. All right? That was a that was a long time. That was a lot of kicks. Okay, <laughs> best punter is uh, Brian Barker. Uh, yeah, household Who? name, Brian Barker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was first team all pro, and he made two Pro Bowls, man. I got to do He's from oh, 96, right. 96, 2001. I don't, really, I don't really remember watching a lot of Jaguars punts back then. But Brian Barker's the man. He's, he's not. It came down to him. There was Chris Hansen from How to Catch a Predator, 
And I could not, I couldn't put Chris Hansen in there. He told, kept telling me to sit down. I wouldn't let him. You know what I mean? And so I uh, can't, couldn't put Chris Hansen in there. It's definitely not Podlish, and it's definitely not Brian Anger. So it's uh, it's Brian Barker. All right, stats don't right. lie. Yeah, the it. price is right. All right. And uh, the best best returner of all time, Reggie Barlow. Reggie Barlow went to a Pro Bowl, and he was in the early '90s. When it comes down, he went, made it to a Pro Bowl, first team All Pro, and I got to put him in there. I can't. I, I mean, I, you could say MJD, but he played more running back than return. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know, I, I had Mike Thomas listed as one of the best punt returners who was on that. But Oops. I, I can't, can't, can't say Mike Thomas now. Not Tom, what Pat said. I, not what Mike Pat said. Pat you, you Pat on Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas is on my phone. He's one of my good friends. He's been texting me. <laughs> And he's been asking what Pat's problem is, and I'm saying, Mike, I don't know. I love you. Yeah. I don't know what Pat's problem is. My problem is he can't produce a wide receiver. That's oh. my problem. Oh, Mikey T. So. Ah, but that's Man. it. So you got Scobie, Barker, Barlow. That's right, what Pat, I got. Let's say yeah, this, this one's pretty tough because, <laughs> unfortunately, the special teams position has actually been uh, – Pretty, pretty lucrative for us. Uh, we yeah. haven't had too many issues on that They're side on the field a lot. Well, yeah, so they're really good at what they do. Um, so, really, I just went into spite. Uh, Kai Forbath, f*** off. You're the worst <laughs> kicker we've ever had. Oh, I wonder how his Colts doing. Would have rather had that clown Ronald McDonald kicking the field goals, okay, for those three games. Didn't need you. Didn't like you. Your ears are too big. You pick up DirecTV with those ears. <laughs> I know you do. Damn! And at my uh, for my punter, again... Brian Anger, we drafted you way too fucking early, yeah. and uh, you you for that early, you should have been doing like at least three other things. Best last name in the history to match somebody, Anger, because that mm-hmm. is what he gave us. Yeah, yeah, that's so, all anybody felt. Those 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 are my my two kicking uh, two kicking guys. <laughs> this brings up. I just got to say something real fast. I saw a kicker got cut like a couple months ago, and his last name was Blewett. <laughs> I just thought that's the worst possible <laughs> oh, last wah. name for a kicker. The, the headlines write themselves. <laughs> that kid, his name was Joe Blewett. Everybody in sports <laughs> broadcasting went. <gasps> <laughs> that is your unicorn for sports How broadcasting. Could that guy be a kicker. It's like every time. All right, Blewett's going up to kick. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. He could have been the best kicker of all time, but nobody would give a chance because his name. Got one ESPN anchor going, well, I guess he really screwed the pooch. (laughs) Wait. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) We had to cut Blewett. All right. Bring in Missed It. (laughs) Good. Good deal. I like that. All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to defense now then. Um, Hold on. Hold on. on, on. That was my kickers. I got to give you my punt return. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, punt return. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, so at punt return, okay. Yeah. Come on! I'm gonna hype you up. The position's gotta be shared because there's absolutely no way both these people can can earn the burden of, of being the worst at this position. Oh yeah, I'm getting excited. So uh let's start off with uh Ace Sanders. Ace Sanders. Man, Ace did not fit your name. You know how blue it probably fit the kicker's name? Mm-hmm. Ace did not fit you, my friend. That's right. You scored one one touchdown the entire time. And that was receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And to follow up with your performance, Rashad Green. There it is. Yep. Rashad Green. Someone baking muffins in here? Rashad Green. Oh. Mr. Muffin Man. Holy shit. I don't think there has been a worse person to play this position, honestly, in the entire league. I mean, I flew all the way to Indianapolis to watch you to blow that game away, and that was at receiver, to be fair. But again, 
the hands are the same quality at the position a receiver at at punt return at uh, cooking breakfast at <laughs> I, you know probably changing your kid's diaper and honestly if you have kids let the mom change the diaper because I don't want to see any kids hitting the ground okay so <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Rashad Green so Rashad Green kid. honestly if you're not if you're gonna touch anything precious man if you're gonna if you're gonna hold anything that's the value put some put some glue some tape I mean I'll even send you the first couple industrial rolls free just out of out of peace of mind for myself so nothing gets gets broken that shouldn't be broken <laughs> he drops everything he's got an album coming out next summer Rashad Green A. Sanders worst punt return specialist worst special honestly specialists shouldn't even fit your name you were never special at anything other than being terrible you've got Rashad Muffin Man drops everything green and Deuce of Club Sanders that's right? it that's it and they're just they're partying in the sh- Whole of terrible. If you take every word, like the least favorite part of every Jacksonville jersey of all time, and you just put all the shitty things about the jerseys together to make the worst possible looking thing, you would put those two guys in those jerseys to represent how bad this team ever got. That is how much disdain I have for them. And I can't believe you stayed on this team as long as you did. I mean, speaking of Rashad Green, I, I every year you gave me another reason why we should cut you. And for some reason, man, you you must have had some nudes or something on, on the front office because I don't know how you you remained for so long. It was baffling. Every year I would come in, every year you were on the team. And it just it was insane. It was like it was the twilight zone of shit. <laughs> Remarkable. Remarkable. I need your agent's number because I'm sure he can pave some some roadways for myself. I feel like we've exercised the demons. I'm literally going to wash my hands of that. All right. And now it's time. It's time for defense. So we'll we'll move on to defense. We've got lots of positions here. We've got cornerbacks, defensive tackles, linebackers, safeties. So I'm looking at names like Barry Church, Rasheen Mathis, Reggie Nelson, uh, Jalen Ramsey, if you're looking at current roster. So, Sean, what does your all-star defense look like? Well, you had it. Oh, yeah? Best cornerback <laughs> in the history of Jacksonville Jaguars is currently in his fourth season. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Hasn't missed a game. All right? Epitomizes everything that this team is trying to become. All right? Best athlete on the team. Best personality on the team. Okay? He represents, like I just said, he represents everything we're trying to become. Mm-hmm. He's a great player. He's got great stats. He's widely renowned as one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and he's the best cornerback we've ever had. Pretty sure that's the first uh, current Jaguar that I've seen on your best of list. That's it. Yeah, that's good. I like none of them are on offense. No. So so here we go. All right. And then uh, the next cornerback is Rasheem Mathis. The only good thing about those jerseys from 2011 to 2014 was Rasheen Mathis. Those jerseys that you still see at Ross Dress for Less on the clearance racks. Six they're, bucks. They're all 27 and say Mathis on the back. Mm-hmm. Alright, because he was the only one selling them at that time. Alright? What a nice guy too. Rasheem Mathis, yeah, just never tackled. Just never Could tackled. never figure that Couldn't out. Couldn't tackle. Couldn't tackle, but Ooh-wee. everything else he was great at. Ooh-wee! He was great at everything else. <laughs> Ooh-wee! He even went to Detroit and had, he had a couple good years in Detroit. Uh, the best safety in Jaguars history is not even a discussion. It's Donovan Darius. If Donovan Darius had played Three more seasons, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. If Donovan Darius had played five more seasons, he could have been the best safety of all time. Wow. I'm willing to say that he just he his, wow. his career 
ended short because of injuries. He didn't play as many years as, say, Brian Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Brian Dawkins had six more seasons than he did. Brian Dawkins is one of the, arguably you know one of the best safeties of all time. Up there with John Lynch, who had a short career as well. But Donovan Darius, oh, my God. Just the best thing about the Jaguars' defense secondary. For all the years that the Jaguars were really good with Mark Brunel and Tom Coughlin, Donovan Darius was on the backhand laying the wood. Yep. Donovan Darius was the man. And the last member of the secondary, the best secondary in Jaguars' history, also currently plays on the team, and it's oh. A.J. Boye. I could not put another safety in there. I, I, so we're going to play nickel. We're playing nickel, and A.J. Boye is also on this list. You like that? So I know. It's a hot take. It's a shocker. Two of the best secondary performers in the history of the team since 1995 are currently playing on the team. I'm okay with it. It's encouraging. I know. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, because you tell me who should be on this list. Reggie Nelson? Terrible with the Jaguars. Who? Dwight shame. Lowry? Absolute shame. Dwight Lowry? No. Dewan Landry? No. I mean, there's nobody else. Like Prasinski? No. You know, I, there's there's no Gerald Sensabaugh? No. Mm. I couldn't. Th- AJ Bouye is it? That's it. So that's the best secondary. Ramsey and Bouye, who's still on the team in the primes of their careers, were watching the best that you've ever seen in this team right now. Enjoy it. And then Donovan Darius and Rasheem Mathis. That's what to, I got. To reflect on a conversation I had uh, a couple days ago, what are your thoughts on, on Jonathan Cyprian? John Cyprian. Ah, man. just I mean, he's a good depth guy. He, he would be a good third safety on any good team. Jonathan Cyprian was a faulty starting safety in the NFL. Uh, if he would have been drafted in the fourth or fifth round, the later rounds, he, we would have thought that was a good pick. But he was picked in the first round out of FIU, and we were sold this uh, farm that was supposed to be uh, really prosperous. We were supposed to grow things. It was supposed to be really good in a couple years. He's going to come out really good. And it was always just the same underwhelming nonsense out of Jonathan Cyprian. I'm not saying he was terrible. He wasn't good. He's definitely not one of the best Mid- safeties. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. He, you could argue that he's the second best safety of all time with the Jaguars, but the second best safety is not as good as the fifth best corner. Just not. Mm. Sorry. Fair take. It's Don Darius, nobody else. Gotcha. Let's hear about the worst. Yes, let's hear about the worst, but let's let's do it after a quick break. Uh, we'll go ahead and break early so that we can hear a word from our sponsors and give Pat the free reign he needs to go ham. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Duval Hot Takes. We will be right back. He goes ham, I go turkey. Don't spit out your drink. All right, Duval Hot Takes has returned. We took a look at the best of the best as far as defense is concerned. Thank you, Sean. Now Pat is going to show us the worst of the worst. Go ahead, Pat. All right, yeah, let's look at the back end. Uh, Cornerback, I'm going to start off with uh, Devon House. Gave me some headaches. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Hoo-wee. You you gave me 76 tackles, four picks, and a lot of headaches. Man, this guy couldn't cover. Couldn't tackle. I think this guy dropped more interceptions, I think, than I've seen in my entire lifetime. I mean, they would throw it straight at his chest, and he could not catch the ball. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I uh, I actually signed a petition to have his jersey changed from house to studio apartment. Like, halfway (laughs) through his tenure. Halfway through his... Oh, come on! Come on! All right, fine. Condo. You could have you could have done homeless if you wanted. Yeah, house list. House list yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which I'm sure at this time he probably is. Because oh, man. What if he really is? Did, didn't, he definitely didn't have a fulfilling <laughs> career, I'll tell you that. He had one pick six. I, I, I remember that on like a Thursday night game or something like that. Yeah, just like Mike Thomas. They always have one. <laughs> they always have one amazing thing that they did. Like Richard Green. Yeah. yeah. yeah we spend millions time. of dollars so you can do one trick pony. One play out of like 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to remember. I gotcha. House took it to the house. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he loves saying that. On the other end, I've got Nick Marshall, Auburn yeah. pro. Yep. He gave me 13 tackles, zero picks, and a fucking devastating loss in New York <laughs> by muffing that punt on the back end when we were trying to trying to make a comeback. Yeah, it was two no. years ago, three? No, it was 2015. It was, it was 2015. It was, was almost four ago. years ago. Oh, that was one of the worst, worst games. Ah, Nick Marshall. <laughs> Nick Marshall. Uh, didn't even play cornerback at all. At college. all. It's another one of these Jaguars. Yeah, they're just these project guys. They're like, you know what? Hey, what'd you do? I was a water boy. Sweet, you're playing quarterback. Like, there's no, there's no logic in anything that these people do. It's just, it's just this, like you said, this Acme factory of just misfit toys. And like, you know what? Fuck it. You played guard. Go out on receiver. Let's go. Let's see how this works out for I us. I was water boy for the band. Cool. Running back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like have that. asthma. Yeah, no. They take quarterbacks and they put them in other positions. Like, you play quarterback? Cool. Can you balance a checkbook? You play quarterback? Cool. Can you watch my kids? <laughs> it's just like, you got just quarterback? All right. We'll take you and we'll move you. Left tackle? All right. Cool. Put some weight on. I um I took a different approach from you. I, I, took, I went three safeties because it's just a three-prong attack. They're I bad. I couldn't pick one. I uh, couldn't pick two, so I had to pick all of them. Uh, Chris Brzezinski started at safety. He gave me uh, one interception, 29 tackles, and again, terrible at his position. Guy's a dingus. Uh, dingus. <laughs> uh, to follow him, I've got Nick Sorensen. Ten tackles over three years. Zero interceptions. Oh. Man, it was it was a terrible listen. I remember watching these guys and they would just throw it over the top every time yeah. because you were guaranteed 20 30 yards when these guys are back there. <laughs> you were guaranteed. There was no safer bet in Jacksonville than seeing them in the back and throwing it for 25 plus yards and being okay. Um and then after that I put Derek Cox in there. 4 years, one free force fumble, 50 tackles um is what he averaged per year. Derek Cox. So, so forget, very forgettable. Yeah, all three of them, very forgettable. Very Honestly, forgettable. now that that I mention these names, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. These guys played? Yeah. yeah. And they got paid to play on this team. I traded that guy on my Madden team, I remember. <laughs> For a ham sandwich. That's right. And it's, I still haven't eaten it <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> still didn't feel like a fair trade. <laughs> I felt like I, I just raked him over the coals. I can't touch that sandwich to this day. It's, it's in a box. It's bad karma sandwich. It's in, a, it's in my mother's attic. <laughs> so, yeah, those those are my safeties and my cornerbacks. So that's the secondary. All right. Well, then let's look at the rest of the defense there, Sean. Go ahead. Uh, all-time sack leader. Got to go with Tony Brackens at defensive end. One of the best-looking jerseys. That old teal. Love that Brackens jersey, okay? Mm-hmm. Got to go there. All right now, things are getting a little... Well, not really. Okay, the two defensive tackles are pretty, pretty easy. All right, Marcus Stroud... John Henderson, bang, bang, boom. The best reason to watch Jaguars football right there in the uh, mid-thousands to like two, yeah. all Marcus Stroud, John Henderson. John Henderson smacking himself in the face, just <laughs> all his aches. <laughs> telling that, telling the equipment manager to smack him in the yeah, face. Yeah. Ah, thank you, baby. Thank you. Baby. That, like, that 
is just epitomized Jaguars football. It made it fun to watch, all right? And the de- the second defensive end is up for discussion. Mm. It is This is a big discussion here. Because what are you going to say, Paul Spicer? No. You're not going to say Paul Spicer. What are you, uh, who, who are you going to put in there? I think he's on the team currently. Yeah. And it could be either one. Calais Campbell set the single-season Jaguars record for sacks two years ago. Mm. He has played only those two years. He's only played two years mm. with the team. The, the self-anointed mayor of Saxonville. Yes, mayor of Saxonville. But you know who has more sacks on this team than he does? Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe is third all-time in sacks for the Jaguars. Insane. You know, you know how many team, years he's played with the Jaguars? Three. Trace, man. Three years with the Jaguars, and he's already third, third all-time all time. in sacks. Insane. So that's what he's... These are numbers he's going to put on the table and saying, I want my money, I want my money. Yeah. Hashtag pay that, man. So it's Clays Campbell or... Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe has played 16 more games than Calais Campbell. So it's like, and Calais Campbell's only like six sacks behind him. So neck and it's, neck. it's neck and neck. I want to go I want to go Calais Campbell. I have Calais Campbell written down because I feel like he's all Jacksonville. And if he plays three to four more good years, 10 sacks, he can, he can go to the Hall of Fame, man. His numbers are up there. We Calais Campbell might be able to get the teal into the Hall, man. What, might. what better situation could you want for your team when you have the competition aspect of those two just going for sack, 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 oh, absolutely, sack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't want, you can't have a better situation than that. And if you keep Yannick and Calais, if Calais takes team-friendly deals and retires a Jaguar the rest of the way, he doesn't like, he kind of helps the team keep things together. What better mentor could you ask for Yannick and Gokwe moving Man, forward? shit on Arizona. If, yeah, if, exactly. Oh, Calais Campbell, I'm pretty sure if he continues playing with the Jaguars... Clay's Campbell, he has adopted everything Jacksonville. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, dude, I I'm telling you, he's, right he's, right he's a Jaguar, man. Screw it, screw Arizona, dude. Forget Arizona. Take a hike. They let they let you go, man. You're right. We're here. We got you, Wingo. You're right. And then we're gonna <laughs> cut him, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need to sign Yannick, man. We need Yannick, man. We gotta take less. It was fun. Out. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We're Will wild. you stick around for a thousand dollars? All right. Uh, so yeah, there it is. And then uh, that's so that's the defensive line: Tony Brackens, Marcus Stroud, John Henderson, Calais Campbell. If you had to go against that D line, if you were, Woo! if you were, you would not sleep that night. That mm-hmm. night, you would not be sleeping. I pray for that offensive line. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Oh man! And then linebackers. Linebackers. Right? Yep. Linebackers. All right. I'm sorry. You want to? No, no, wanna, no, yeah. no, no. You sure? Yeah. All right. Daryl Smith. Okay. Daryl Smith. In his nine years with the Jacksonville Jaguars, had 778 tackles, combined or assisted, six interceptions, 21 and a half sacks. Daryl Smith is my pick for the best linebacker to ever play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Daryl Smith was the man, Mr. Consistency, like a lot of these guys on this list are. Like with a team like the Jaguars that have only been around since 95, you got to look at tenure, like guys that are really like Jaguars. And Daryl Smith was felt, felt like a Jaguar, you know what I mean? Mm. And right after that, it gets a little dicey, and I'm going to say something here that is going to piss off a lot of people because of their disdain towards this man of going into the season. Uh, but Elvin Smith mm-hmm. is one of the best linebackers to ever play for the Jacksonville Jaguars in five years. 587 tackles, either combined or assisted, nine interceptions, seven and a half sacks. Telvin Smith seems to always be in the area where the play needs to be made, and he will be a devastating loss for this defense, and it kills me. In three more years, he would be the best linebacker ever, but he would have, he would 
eclipse Daryl Smith. It would only take him two seasons to have more tackles. One season, maybe, to have more interceptions. And probably he will never get 21 sacks. He's just not that guy. But that's Telvin Smith. Yeah, you can't you can't beat that drum any harder. I I hope I wait every day every day like like yeah. Christmas. I'm hoping that I get the tweet that says, "Hey, he snapped out of it. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm out. back, boys. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Because you're averaging 100 plus tackles a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, like Easily. you said, your helmet, his helmet is always to the ball. His hat is always to the ball. Football every IQ. single time. Football sideline to sideline. It is priceless. What yep. he does on this field. And like you said, man, if he has a long career, yeah, he'll he'll definitely be one of the greatest. This last one is a toss-up. I had to put Telvin and Daryl Smith in there, the Smiths. All right? Mike Peterson, Paul Puzlesny. It's either Mike Peterson or Paul Puzlesny. I'm all ears. And when you look at the numbers, Mike Peterson, in six years, 543 tackles, eight interceptions, 15 sacks. Paul Puzlesny, in seven years, 815 tackles. More than Daryl Smith, more than Mike Peterson, more than Telvin Smith. 11 interceptions and 13 sacks. Paul Puzlesny racked up stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're talking about the tenure in Jacksonville. It it was seven years. Seven years. He had played for Jacksonville for seven years. Seven years in Jacksonville. Seven years in Jacksonville. 815 tackles, 11 interceptions, 13 sacks. Yeah. That shocked me too. So... I love Mike Peterson because he was on some bad teams. Mike Peterson had injury issues. He was on he was he was on a lot of bad teams. You but he think. always stayed healthy, and he was the only he good guy on that, some of those defenses. Exactly. So it's pretty easy to He's, rack up the tackles exactly. if you're the only one doing it. Mike Peterson was on good teams. You got Telvin sharing the load with Yannick. Exactly. Mike Peterson was on really good Miles. teams, and he produced. So that's a toss up. It's a real toss up. I, it's so hard to pick one. I gotta go with Mike Peterson because I'm biased because Mike Peterson was one of my favorite players. Mike Peterson was the man, dude. He was injured his last year. It was really only like five years. And then he went to Detroit, and he had uh, good seasons with them. But Paul Puzlesny was a great guy. I've never heard oh, anything bad great about character him. guy. Huge team guy. I yeah. mean, he's still he's still with the city today. I mean, he's he still works out the team. Yeah, he's obviously not playing. If but he I, mean, he's, I mean, Paul Puzlesny, he if he would have won a Super Bowl or two, and, and like he could have been in the Hall of Fame too. If he if he would t- if he would have won three Super Bowls like Teddy Bruschi or like one of those guys. His numbers are up there. He could have been in the Hall of Fame, too. But uh, that's the linebackers. It's really tough, man. But I got to go Mike Peterson. I'm sorry, Puzz. I got to go Mike Peterson. I love that 54. You, you, really crave, you really crave talent like Puzz, guys like Puzz that come to the team, didn't start with the team, but yeah. bring in an added factor that you didn't have beforehand and really bust his ass. Yeah, he's a like, hard to play. I mean, the guy, he's... No off-the-field stuff. Yeah. You, you, you pray. I mean, you pray to have at least one or two of those guys come into your league, at your team every year. And, um, yeah, you're yeah, right. I just I, wish I we would have been 100%. good. We would have been good yeah, for the prime. Yeah, we, we me too. weren't good. The, the years that Puzz Lesney was here, we just were not good. It was Gus Bradley. I mean, the majority of Puzz's time was with Gus Bradley at the helm. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like he Tough. just got thrown under that Gus bus, you know? And so, but <laughs> his stats are great. And that's why he's definitely, he is planted in the conversation. That is where Puzlesny is in the conversation. Some people probably put him like ten, top ten all time Jaguars. Like he's definitely some, not on my list. I can tell you that. Yeah. Right now. So, oh yeah, exactly. Well, that's good. It's good to not be on your list. That's that. That is a good thing. My list so. is reserved for for true players. So true, Pat, well then who is on your list? With we haven't we haven't heard your defense yet. Yeah. So let's start off with um, start off with that defensive defensive line. Uh, gotta give my nod to Derek Harvey. You know, gotta give it to him. Uh, three years with us had. <laughs> One interception has to be noted because that interception came before any sack that he had on the team. 
Um, and it was like week seven or eight before he even got that interception. Um, total out at eight sacks. He averaged about 23 tackles uh, for three years. Boom, no. this man. That sucks. Yeah. That's not <laughs> That's good. your defensive end getting 23 tackles. And that's where your Florida jersey disdain comes yeah, from right does. there. That's yeah, one it of does. Them. He, definitely, he definitely burns a light on that. Um, on the other side of defensive end, I don't know if you remember this guy, Jared Audrick. Jared Audrick. I do. Yeah. I do. I remember seeing him. Uh, he was a crazy looking guy. Crazy guy. Crazy looking guy. And that's guy. one of the reasons why he's on this list. I love physical nature. I love that you're aggressive. I love that you're... You're always pushing the hardest on the, on the field, and I love that. But this guy was a lunatic. <laughs> I mean, he would get personal foul calls. The well after the whistle, he's still hitting guys. I mean, he was a, he was a mental liability on this team. A lot of those guys, with well, the Gus Bradley era, man, he let those yeah. guys get away with just murder, no man. discipline oh whatsoever. And yeah, this guy really pissed me off. We had him for two years, two forced fumbles, six sacks. 20 tackles. Okay, all right. So, mm. don't don't disrespect 20 tackles. I just remember year. when it, sometimes the Jaguars would have a fourth down and they had those sounders and those videos that they played. Right. I remember seeing Audric and he that's was him. like, yeah, and I'm him. just like, oh, I feel good about this. And then it was a 73-yard touchdown. And I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel good about this. Uh, in the middle, I'm going to go with... Uh, yeah, might catch some flack on this one, but Tyson Alalu. Ah, uh, man, you know, I thought you were going to put him on there just because he was a first-round pick. I see he was. Where you're going. He, he was, was. a first-round pick. We expected more out of yep. him. You know. Fun name, just not, not again. These first-round talents, we we have had so many early first-round picks. Yeah. It's so disappointing that we have literally had nothing to show for. Yeah, and it's most of these Nothing guys, to show for. The best players on these bad teams were all either, like, undrafted or low picks. Like, Terrence Knighton played with uh, Tyson Allo. Potros! Mm. Talk about fun names. Mm. Potros, he was good, man. I, but Tyson Alfred Blue never really panned out, you know? It just, <laughs> it just never... Never figured it out. It's funny you bring up Terrence Knighton. Terrence Knighton. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He's on your list? He's on my list. Oh, not Pot Roast. Pot Roast. Oh, overcooked. Way oh, overcooked. Oh, no. Well done. Dry. Where's the sauce? Okay? <laughs> Where's the lamb sauce? I need A1. Yeah, Terrence Knighton, man. You were here for four years. You did get a pick. Yeah, you did. Give you that. Three forced fumbles. I love the, uh, what was the tire commercial you made? Oh, no, with a Bridgestone? Yeah, there you go. There you go. He said something about, you don't think I could drive or something? I don't don't remember the joke. (laughs) Me either. But it was a good commercial. I did like it. Um, (laughs) So good commercial, not a good defensive tackle. Didn't like you, bud. You average 35 tackles a year. That's terrible at defensive tackle. When you're you're in the trenches, you're in the midst of it, 35 tackles a year just doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it. It just doesn't cut it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So there's your defensive line. Let's bump it up to linebacker. His name does not fit the bill at all. It's TJ Slaughter. Oof. TJ Slaughter. Yeah. You were here for three years, two forced fumbles. You averaged 56 tackles. Ugh. 56 tackles. Mm-mm. What? He's uh, slaughtering some pine on my he, team. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe yeah, it. Yeah. You better yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and right next to him, I'm going to put Clint Ingram in there. Oh, not Clint. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Four years. You gave me two picks, and you averaged 48 tackles Ugh. a year. 
Clint no Ingram. production, man. These guys just they you know what you know what the problem is with these guys at linebacker? They stay swallowed in that little that little zone that they sit in. They don't rush the line, they don't make a play on defense, and they don't go out the zone or go off the line and, and make a play out the on the sideline. They don't. They just stay in their little bubble in the middle, the little comfort zone. They're yeah. not rushing guys. They're not Telvin. They're not guys that want to make a play. They don't want to make a play. They're content wearing that jersey, sitting there in the zone, and hoping the ball comes to them. So glad we don't have guys like that anymore. So, <clears throat> TJ Slaughter. Leon Jacobs. <laughs> Clint Ingram. Well, you know, I mean. <laughs> One more year, Leon. I'm surprised Blair Brown's not. Is he already? Oh. Uh, oh. Blair Brown. <laughs> Blair Brown. <laughs> oh, Blair. If only. If only you were playing this year. Maybe. <laughs> just maybe. Um, yeah, you're a nobody name, man. You're, you're garbage. Uh, <laughs> that's all there is to it. That's, that's just it. I... I I got nothing for you. I'm not gonna bring any more light to your name than than, than needed. Uh, you're obviously doing a good job uh, in the headlines yourself nowadays, oh. anyway. So. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, best to you, Blair Brown. Hopefully, you pick up some a good hobby, a peaceful hobby. Yeah, and uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, probation won't be so bad. Fortnite, and that's all I got on my defense. Oh, that's it. All right, okay. So Bla- the Blair Brown, T.J. Slaughter, and who's the third line? Clint Ingram. Clint Ingram. Hmm. Golly, and then on is... your line, you got Derek Harvey, you got Alua, Ala, Alua. I never got it right. Alu, 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 Alu. Thank you. That's a it's, lot easier. It's Alu, Alu, Fred Blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it is. Ola, TK, Terrence Knighton, and Jared Audrick, the now, crazy man. Now, would Blaine Gabbert roast that defense? That defense Ooh. that you've put together. Would Blaine? What would Blaine Gabbert's stat line look like against that defense? I mean, listen, man. If you're if if I've got Nick Marshall and and Nick Sorensen on the same the Knicks. Imagine the coach, the defensive coach with that team the, the night before going up against Peyton Manning, just staring at the ceiling, just like <laughs> like, honey, are you gonna go to bed? I can't. <laughs> Can I call in sick? <laughs> like, you ever see Honestly, an NFL if, coach call in sick? That's if, like, <laughs> if I have that team, I'm running quarter defense the entire game. <laughs> and just praying. Prevent. I mean, <laughs> I'm running prevent. That's all it. Day. All day. I'm that's all I can do. I'm not, running, I'm not sending a single blitz. I'm not taking anyone out of uh, out of their position because if I do, that's a liability already. <laughs> just them standing there is Hold already them bad. Hold to 10 yards of play. Yeah. That's it. That's all we got to do. That's it. That's the first time every play. I know. Oh, it's a first down every play. Hold them to that. Hold, hold the line. Hold the line. And pray and pray that the time runs out quicker than than you guys play. That's it. That's all I can do. I mean, this is man. We've had some bad ones. I think the Orlando Apollos would have roasted that defense. I. It would have been a close game. There's some high schools around here that could probably get them a run for their money. I believe it. Ugh. All right, guys, we're winding things down here a little bit, so we'll bring it to a close. But before that, there's one more thing I want to bring up, uh, and this is something that Sean's been touching on throughout this uh, two-part series. Hall of Fame contention, or rather, a lack thereof. Jaguars have no spots in the Hall of Fame. Other than Mike Thomas' jersey. Yeah, other than Mike Thomas's jersey for his Hail Mary catch. So this, this brought up an interesting point. Who... And we'll stick with the current team. Who in the current Jaguars team do you think might, and it's a big might, might have a shot at securing a spot in the Hall of Fame? 
Well, see, so you've got teams like the Patriots and you've got teams like the Steelers. Like, the Steelers are watching games and they see Ben Roethlisberger and they're like, they know that guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. And the Patriots are watching Tom Brady and they're like, we know that guy's going to be a Hall of Famer. You know mm-hmm. you're watching greatness that's playing, like you're, you're paying to go watch greatness and you know that they're going to end up in Canton. And when you go to watch the Jacksonville Jaguar games... You don't kind of have that same feeling because of the stigma behind being a Jaguar and nobody really has the stats and and stuff like that. But I have a name for you that if he sticks at his current pace, he will end up in in the Hall of Fame. He will be in the Jaguars Hall of Fame. He just has to stay at his current pace. And I know who you think I'm going to say. You think I'm going to say Jalen Ramsey. I'm not going to say Jalen Ramsey. I am going to say one Josh Lambeau. What? If Josh Lambeau stays at his current pace of kicking field goals, he is young. He is only 23. 23 years old, and he has already kicked a lot of field goals. And he's got a good percentage, okay? If he stays going, if he plays another 18 to 22 years in Jacksonville making field goals, Josh Lambeau will end up in the Hall of Fame. You can book it. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, give me one second. <laughs> Looks like you're about to get pwned. Currently, there are three place kickers in the Hall of Fame. Yep. You are fucking crazy yep. if you think Josh Lambeau is going to be the fourth person on that team. That's the it. fact that you have to reach so deep in that pocket of yours <laughs> to put someone on this team, such as Josh Lambeau, in the Hall of Fame shows me you have absolutely nothing to point at on this team. That is a garbage take. You have no idea what's spewing out of your mouth. You think Josh Lambeau... What in the world? Listen, I love Josh Lambeau. I would have a beer with Josh Lambeau. I would fucking kick it on a weekend fishing with Josh Lambeau. But I sure as shit do not think Josh Lambeau is going to be in the fucking Hall of Fame. Yeah, if he's, he's just got to stick at his pace. I mean, you could kick until you're 44. He would have to kick till he's 72 no, to no. get in the Hall of Fame. No. This poor man would have to kick till he's 72. He has to go to the cryo chamber after every season just to make sure he can make it that far. Just his foot. Just his foot. Just freeze yeah, his foot. Right. He's got to get like a Mr. Freeze suit on his, on his right leg. And he's going to walk around doink, 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 doink. That's what he's going to have to do to get in the Hall of Fame. All I know is that this offense probably not going to score a lot of touchdowns when it comes down to it. And you know what that means? We're scoring field goals, baby. The reason Lambo. The reason you can't point to a Hall of Famer on this team is because this team is a nomad team. It's so transitionary. There's not there's no I mean, you have Jalen, you have Leonard, you have Cam. These are all guys that started in Jacksonville and that you know, honestly, if there was anyone that was gonna hit the Hall of Fame and unfortunately he's not playing right now, would have been Telvin Smith. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. who would have hit the Hall of Fame. Numbers if wise, he would have stayed sure. constant, would have stayed injury free, that's your Hall of Famer. But of course he's I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll come back. Yeah, I don't know when he'll come yeah. back. Who knows yeah. what'll happen in the story. But that's your go to. That's your first sure Hall of Famer if he stays consistent, stays playing on the steam. I'm gonna tell you right now, twenty years from now, from this conversation, I won't when see years Josh Lambeau puts on his yellow jacket and just chugs a, a, a natural light on stage in front of everybody because he can chug a beer because I, I, I've changed my mind on him now that I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame. He, he can chug a beer and he does the wing tea for everyone to know. I'm going to look at you and say, called it. History of the league. We His, have three. No, let's see. Who are they? He's going to be your fourth, huh? <laughs> Who are they? I bet they. Who are they? I bet their numbers are pff, weak sauce. Weak sauce, right? Weak sauce. Yeah, because I, I mean, mean, we got to put Venetari in there. Venetari's going to be in there. 
But and, and Adam Vinatieri is changing the game because he's showing everybody you can kick until you're 50. Vinatieri's got a great beard, man. He's got a great beard. He looks like he should be the captain of the Enterprise or something. He looks like he is old. You know what's as old as Adam Vinatieri? The Golden mm-hmm. Girls. You ever seen Golden Girls? That probably started right around the time that Adam Vinatieri was, was around. You have Jan Stenerud. Bless you. George Blanda. Oh, that's a fun name. Lou Groza. Oh, uh, Lou Groza. That's the, the trophy. And I the, bet their numbers are shit compared to Lambo's. And the only punter is Ray Guy. Ray Guy, yeah. No, punters, punters are going to... That's hard to get to the Hall of Fame. That's okay. No. But kickers? Oh, yeah. If Josh Lambo becomes... He could he could be the highest scoring Jaguar once he passes Scobie. Lou Groza played in 13 league title games over 21 seasons. Yeah, well, so will Lambo. Yeah. Nick Foles. That poor bastard hasn't seen one yet. Listen, he's got it, all right? I'm not... I'm on the guy, he's a great kicker. I think he's fantastic, but he's not a Hall of Fame fucking kicker. Hey, who you? Who's you can't say? go 13 of 21 and be in the Hall of Fame, and this poor guy can't get it out of the AFC Championship. If he kicks 25 to 30 field goals every season for the next 20 years, he's going to the Hall of Fame. You know what? I hope he retires next year and he just <laughs> and he just gets paid to kick your ass for the next <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> Well, people would get tired of that. No, I would not. What, I would. What, I would, would pay half the salary first to watch off, him kick first you off, around, if kick you around the block. Guy, if there's one guy on the Jaguars that I would feel confident couldn't kick my ass nearly as much as the rest of the team, I would have to pick Josh Lambeau. If you were gonna pick a fight with anybody on the NFL team, you'd be the kicker. You picked the wrong Josh. It's I Josh, picked the wrong Josh. Josh Oliver. Josh Oliver. Oh, Josh Oliver. You could probably <laughs> take. You could probably take Josh Oliver's candy ass. Josh Oliver. You know what Josh Oliver couldn't do? He might be able to kick my ass, but he couldn't catch me. Oh. <laughs> Is that a take on he can't catch? That's a take on he can't catch. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. That's for our slower listeners. Thank you. Appreciate you. Okay. Wow. What what a way to end the show. Is there? There's got to be a garage in the Hall of Fame, right? A what? A garage. A garage. Yeah, for the Lambo. Cut the show. Have a good one. Cut the show. Oh man. Yeah, we'll cut it here. I'm gonna put in a cricket sound effect for that. Nobody was with you there, Sean. <laughs> Off the right. air by next week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are sorry. Yeah. This has been Duval Hot Takes Podcast. My name is Taylor Smith. I've been your moderator for the show. Sean Lambo. There's your host, Sean Daly. Pat Smith. Lambo, I love you. Just no <laughs> Hall of Fame, buddy. Pat Smith. Devin Mabe as well, our statistician. Thank you for being here, Devin. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week, Wednesday at 9 a.m., just like always. In the meantime... Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Duval Hot Takes. Let us know what you think of our picks. Share some of your own if you didn't think we hit the right chords. We will see you soon. Take care. Training camp's coming up. You feel it? Football season's on the way, baby. (laughs) 